Praise the Lord. My name is Francis Awando, a priest of the Anglican Church of Kenya. Welcome to the EBZ devotion. Today we look at the life of Abigail and my topic will be taking preemptive measures. We'll be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 25, uh, verse 1 to 4, 14 to 35, and 40 to 42. It's such a long story, but I trust and believe you enjoy stories. And if you do get some time, you can read the entire chapter. It's quite insightful, quite encouraging, and uplifting to our spirits and souls today. Verse 25, I read from verse 1, says this, Now Samuel died, and all Israel assembled and mourned for him, and they buried him at his home in Ramah. Then David moved down into the desert of Paran. A certain man in Maon, in Maon who had property there at Carmel, was very wealthy. He had a thousand goats and three thousand sheep, which he was sharing in Carmel. His name was Nabal, and his wife's name was Abigail. She was an intelligent and beautiful woman, but her husband was sullen and mean to his dealings. He was a Calebite. While David was in the wilderness, he heard that Nabal was sharing sheep. We go to verse 14. So he went, he sent 10,000, 10 young men and said to them, go up to Nabal at Carmel and greet him in my name. Said to him, long life to you, good health to you and your household and good health to all that is yours. Verse 14. One of the servants told Abigail, Nabal's wife, David, sent messengers from the wilderness to give our master his greetings, but he had insults at him. Yet these men were very good to us. They did not mistreat us, and the whole time we were out in the fields near them, nothing was missing. Night and day there were a wall around us the whole time we were herding our sheep near them. Now think it over and see what you can do because disaster is hanging over our master and his whole household. He is such a wicked man that no one can talk to him. Abigail acted quickly. She took 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five dressed sheep, five sears of roasted grain, a hundred cakes of raisins, and 200 cakes of pressed figs, and loaded them on donkeys. Then she told her servants, Go on ahead, I'll follow you. But she did not tell her husband, Nabal. As she came riding her donkey into a mountain ravine, there were David and his men descending toward her, and she met them. David had said, David just said, It's been useless, all my watching over this fellow's property in the wilderness so that nothing of his was missing. He has paid me back evil for good. May God deal with David, be it ever so severely. If by morning I live alive one male 
of all who belong to him. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off her donkey and bowed down before David with her face to the ground. She fell at his feet and said, Pardon your servant, my Lord, and let me speak to you. Hear what your servant has to say. Please pay no attention, my Lord, to that wicked man, neighbor. He is just like his name. His name means fool, and folly goes with him. And as for me, your servant, I did not see the man my Lord sent. And now, my Lord, as surely as the Lord your God lives, and as you live, since the Lord has, has kept you from bloodshed and from avenging yourself with your own hands, May your enemies and all who are, in, are intent on harming my Lord be like Nabal. And let this gift which your servant has brought to my Lord be given to the men who follow you. Please forgive your servant's presumption. The Lord your God who certainly make, will certainly make a lasting dynasty for my Lord because you fight the Lord's battles and no wrongdoing will be found in you as long as you live. Even though someone is pursuing you to take your life, the life of my Lord will be bound securely in the bundle of the living by the Lord your God. But the lives of your enemies will be, will, he will haul away as from the pocket of a sling. When the Lord has fulfilled for my Lord every good thing he promised concerning him, and has appointed him ruler over Israel, my Lord will not have on his conscience the staggering burden of needless bloodshed or of having avenged himself. And when the Lord your God <coughs> sorry, has brought to my Lord success, remember your servant. David said to Abigail, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. May you be blessed for your good judgment and for keeping me from bloodshed this day and from avenging myself with my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives who has kept me from harming you, if you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nebo would have been left alive by daybreak. Then David accepted from her hand what she had brought him and said, Go home in peace. I have heard your words and granted your request. We turn to verse 40. His servants went to Carmel and said to Abigail, David has sent us to you to take you to become his wife. She bowed down with her face to the ground and said, I am your servant and I am ready to serve you and wash your feet at my Lord's of my Lord's servants. Abigail quickly got on a donkey and attended by five, her five female servants, went to David's messengers and became his wife. This is the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. It's a long reading, but worth sharing and just going through the flow of hearing it is beautiful. Just in reflection and as a topic is Abigail taking preemptive measures. One, we have to understand that we have to, it was a time when David 
uh, was running away from Saul who wanted to kill him. And he was in the desert of Parana this time. And this is the Bible tells us Samuel had died. Samuel who was a seer or the prophet of Israel had died. And so they couldn't, um, David was in a way on his own having been anointed king over Israel. So he goes to this Paran, the desert of Paran and he meets Nebel, uh, his people, and he's been taking care of them. But as you look at uh, this season, it was a time when Nebel also, sharing his ship, celebrating, he denies David his request, and David is angry and annoyed and wants to go kill him and destroy him. You know, basically take revenge that I took care of this man, as we've read, and he's paying me evil for good, the good that I have done. And so, in this time, we see Abigail's reaction to this news when she hears it. So what is that we have to learn from this story? One is, we have to keep our ears to the ground. In order for you to take preemptive measures, you have to keep your ears to the ground. That means, for Abigail, she had a good relationship with her servants. For them to come to and tell her, hey, listen, my, uh, our master is weakened, and we all know that there's nothing new about it. So, listen to what has happened. That he's denied David his men, his request. And so he's going to come and destroy us. How do they even know that David's men are going to come and destroy them? Because their ears on the ground. And so she had her ears to the ground. She knew what was taking place. Even though she didn't see the servants of David or the people of David's men come to Nabal and talk to him, she still had years to the ground. The second thing is to know the people around you. She understood how they were and how they acted. She understood that she knew her husband and what he was like, even to say that his name means a fool and he's such a fool. Basically, she's just humbling herself and saying, you know what, don't worry about my husband. I understand him. He's just ABCD about him. But at the same time, she understood David and said, David, I know you and you're anointed of God as a plan for you. Uh, and do not need, you do not need to shed blood because of what God has given. This is needless blood you're going to do to shed. She understood the people around him. Around him. For you to take preemptive measures, understanding the kind of battles also you're going to get yourself into, what kind of activity you're getting yourself into. Also, the next thing is that she acted quickly. She acted quickly to mitigate the repercussion of her husband's decision when taking preemptive measures is understanding if there's a problem what do you do this is not something she ever anticipated in her life but i think the circumstances around her the things that she's built herself over over time prepared her for such a time as this that she would be quick to take measures to prevent disaster from happening when she had what was going to take place or what had taken place she quickly took food and the gifts and ran out to meet David she didn't wait for David to come to where she was because that would have been too late she went out to where David was she was looking for him and thereby reduced the impact of any wrong repercussions or decisions that have been made the next thing is that she will have to be prepared in advance Prepare in advance. Be ready knowing what you have around you. And that's what she did. She knew what she had. 
He knew the kind of resources that were around her. She understood her servants. She understood the material things that they had, the ship, the food, and everything around her. So she prepared in advance. She had everything ready that in case of anything, she would pick up herself and move to the next thing. She would take the preemptive action. But also at the same time, that when she comes back, this is a story part we didn't read, and she hears, uh, she tells her husband, finds her husband celebrating and enjoying himself, and then the next day he wakes up and is sober enough. She tells him the news, and she and he, you know, gets numb or paralyzed, and would say I didn't do anything because of what she was told, what he was told that he will have been killed with him and his whole his entire household. He was in shock. Shocked to a point he became paralyzed. And because of that, 10 days later, the scripture tells us he dies. And when he dies, and uh, Abigail is mourning, David invites Abigail to work with him as a wife. So the last thing is to be ready to change your tact when you're called upon. She did not say, well, I'm still mourning my husband, I'm going to remain here. No, she changed her tact. And on changing her tact, she became David's husband. On becoming David's husband, guess what happens? She ends up becoming the mother, or the great, 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 great mother uh, of Jesus Christ. Because she becomes a father, I mean, the mother of um King Saul, King Solomon, and coming King Solomon, we know the lineage of Jesus comes into life because of this great act that she did. What preemptive measures are you doing today that we ought to do? Take your surrounding, understand your surrounding, understand the people around you, take initiative, and take preemptive measures to prevent catastrophe, and you will become the greatest people on earth. God, we thank you for your love and your goodness. Just like Abigail took preemptive measures to prevent disaster from striking her family, but also ending up to become the great, great, great grandmother of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, we pray that you will guide us as well to understand those around us, to understand the things around us and people around us, and take preemptive measures to glorify your name. Thank you, Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.